Magneto Funky, number 50. It's Monday, December 11th, 2017. Hey, Larry here, in the pursuit of grid power to the people. This week, it's more or less a situation report on these friggin' sunstones. And yeah, I know what I said last week, but that was last week. The music stage comes back to the West Coast, uh, currently in fire season, aided by climate chaos in full swing, with another sampling of fresh indie tunes from Los Angeles.
That was Are You Free by St. Bernadette, the a.k.a. of a French house electro-lounge act from the Van Eyes in Cali, uh, making beats in the bedroom with big dreams of going to Paris one day. Nice. Uh, this cat was curated from the free MP3 stacks at Reverb Nation. The rest of the music this week all answered the call on Craigslist and came in through the transom. Hey, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory, this, like I said, is pretty much a continuation of the sit rep, particularly in relation to the crystal glue power cells and just how practical they are in the SRO grid of anybody out there following the show who, frankly, doesn't have the time or resources to fool with these things. And yeah, I said last week that the technology works, but hey, so do bleach batteries. And they're a hell of a lot less hassle to deal with if you just want to trickle charge batteries using an ultra-low voltage jewel thief and a boost converter on day three of a grid down. I mean, that is the premise of the show. I'm a non-engineer trying to learn enough electronics to build and maintain a temporary power supply for short emergencies. Not a permanent off-the-grid infrastructure because you can't have complete autonomy if you don't have the space to grow your own vegetables or even keep a couple chickens. In this context, rugged individualism is bullshit. Going off-grid in the city takes rugged cooperation. 
meaning a whole building or a neighborhood kibbutz, or what's been going on in Puerto Rico under duress, or the U.S. Virgin Islands, which was hit just as bad and gets even less media attention. Well, anyway, staying on track, I've been on these crystal cells for six damn months. I'm not going to spend much more time on these things past one final angle on addressing the anode problem I'll talk about later. I see much more promise with the hand crank super cap boost box and the hand crank AC generator. The hell, I almost broke down and went to Walmart to get a dozen of those cheap solar path lights for like 10 bucks. The only reason I didn't is because I fucking hate Walmart because they killed so many small town and neighborhood stores across the country, especially in the heartland. Hey, I'll go to Harbor Freight first every time. Well, anyway, the cold hard reassessment and rereading the reference material on the cells convinces me that recharging them is pretty much a waste of time. And aside from the DIY coolness factor, which is much smaller compared to building a Bedini motor, I want to have a working grid by next summer. Because I think I'm going to need it. Okay, Uh, coming back with one more move on an anode solution with the Sunstone battery. Okay, back to the stage, where I still await more submissions from the Bay Area, and y'all falling behind L.A. (laughs) Well, anyway, let's continue with a new song by Lioness. Now, that's spelled L-I-O-K-N-E-S-S. She's a folk rock pop singer-songwriter known for her sassy, spunky, and passionate originals. Oh, that's about 200 songs and counting. Uh, Born and raised in Soldotna, Alaska, she's currently residing in L.A. and recording a new album. Her next gig, by the way, is Saturday, December 23rd, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at The Mint. That's uh, 6010 Pico Boulevard. And the song is Fucking Mess. The uncut version, of course. I'm hurt, broken. Well, look who's talking to talking. I know I said a lot of things that I regret, but that don't mean I'm gonna take back what I said. I'm just a girl doing whatever she wants, but I'm not afraid to admit when I'm to admit when I'm wrong Cause I'm a fucking mess Isn't it obvious I thought everyone knew but could it second guess Took apart my heart You can't keep the rest I wish I could be the girl that you need to impress But instead I'm a fucking mess 
Central LA jazz punk artist Oscar Batista, aka Rufo, whose music makes what's harsh beautiful and what's beautiful into reality. And by the way, on Sundays you can catch him at the King Eddie in downtown LA and the Union House Co op in Pico Union.
we wrap the set with the hat trick appearance of Deronda, the indie rock outfit in North Hollywood, led by lead singer, rhythm guitarist, and hardcore progressive political junkie Gabe Hernandez. The song is All of Us.
Hey, Geek Notes. Okay, today it's the 11th of December, and after a full week of pea-grabby, intentionally throwing a lit match into the Palestinian powder keg over Jerusalem, and taking a public piss on the floor of the new Civil Rights Museum in Mississippi, we'll get the likely hat trick of the Senate welcoming the child molester Roy Moore as the Democrats kicked out Al Franken in another fine gesture of triangulating, not allowing him his day in court. Well, hey, if he was being too handsy, he should have gone, but not before Orange Queenie, proving one point I saw on Twitter, that the GFY GOP will defend their motherfuckers until and sometimes after a conviction, while you fucking poindexters will toss a colleague over the side on weaponized allegations. And that stupid last-minute attack ad in Alabama, equating being a pedophile to being black, may just piss off enough black voters to cost Doug Jones the seat, on top of voter suppression, no matter how many phone banks y'all run. Meanwhile, the Winter Olympics might not happen if things keep sliding downhill. And here's an unthinkable. If Robert Mueller starts to draw real political blood before year's end, expect him to be fired before January 20th, 2018. Then what y'all gonna do? Yeah, I'm talking to you, Chuck and Nancy. Well, anyway, ho, 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 and let's just run the dates. Okay, uh, for today, the 11th, It's International Mountain Day, and on this day in 1888, black American inventor H. Creamer was issued a U.S. patent for a steam trap feeder, uh, number 394463. He also patented five steam traps between 1887 and 1893. Oh, by the way, a steam trap is a type of automatic valve that filters out condensate, i.e. condensed steam and non-condensable gases such as air without letting steam escape. In industry, steam is used regularly for heating or as a driving force for mechanical power. Steam traps are used in such applications to ensure that steam is not wasted. Okay, for December the 12th, that's the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And on that date in 1899, An early U.S. patent for a golf tee was issued to African-American George F. Grant, a dentist of Boston, Mass. Oh, that one's number 638920. The design was for a wooden tee with a tapered base and a flexible tubular concave shoulder to hold the golf ball. It was designed as a simple, cheap, and effective tee for use in the game of golf, obviating the use of the usual conical mounds of sand. (laughs) He didn't market his tees, but gave some away. 
and other styles of golf tees were issued earlier patents in the U.S. and Great Britain, where peg-shaped tees were advertised in golf journals of the 1890s. Let's see, December the 13th is the first day of Hanukkah, and that's also the National Guard's birthday. And on the 13th in 1968, the journal Science published the classic essay, Tragedy of the Commons, by Garrett Hardin. He presented issues of ecology and social ethics in the form of a parable about farmers who, when allowed to graze their cattle in one field as much as they wanted to, each acted in their own enlightened self-interest and the field was destroyed. Uh, there's more, but, you know, you get the drift. And I suppose many captains of industry today would set fire to the damn essay if you showed it to them. Oh, and also, on this day in 1962, Relay 1, the first U.S. communications Earth satellite to transmit telephone, television, teleprinter, and facsimile signals, was launched. The first test patterns were not transmitted until three full weeks later, January the 3rd, 63, when the solar cells had built up sufficient battery charge. The thing had 8,215 solar cells, three nickel-cadmium batteries, and five external antennas. Okay, for December the 14th, we got two events. Uh, first, we have the conversation writing in Trumplandia. That's from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at Women and Children's First Bookstore, 5233 North Clark Street in Chicago. How are writers responding to our changing country and to the emotional turmoil and political exigencies of our new daily lives? Can literature still do something that calling your senators can't? Now, this is both a reading and a discussion. Uh, join Nami Mun, Alexander Heman, Kim Brooks, Ruben Casada, and host Rebecca Mackay as they discuss what it means to be a writer and a human in Trumplandia. Then uh, you can follow them around the corner to Los Manos Gallery where they'll continue the conversation over drinks and food. Meanwhile, here in the city, we have the Sky Watchers Garden Warming and Open Mic, happening from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at Demonstration Gardens, 333 Golden Gate Avenue. It's the final open mic of the year. Uh, this community gathering is a celebration and send-off for the Tenderloin's beloved Demonstration Gardens. It's a community meal, jamming out and dancing to the drums, sharing talents at the mic. Uh, they'll top off the evening with an amazing neighborhood processional from the new Demonstration Gardens to Counterpulse to see Skywatcher artist facilitators Jose and Gabe performing Diaspora 2017. It's uh, free and open to all. Okay, on December the 15th, we have an event, Defend Twitter from Twitter, happening from 5.30 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at Market and 10th, uh, 14 10th Street. Twitter Incorporated is allowing the community gathering space for groups like Occupy, 
Me Too, and Black Lives Matter to be ruined by neo-Nazis, hate mobs, and kleptocratic demagogues. They consistently fail to enforce their rules for use of the service fairly, letting open fascists and other racists run wild, and sometimes suspending users who talk back to abusers. Uh, Twitter Inc. has announced that on December the 18th, they will begin some kind of a crackdown on, quote, hateful images or symbols, unquote, and users that, quote, use or promote violence against civilians, unquote. Some are concerned that they will use their new policies to silence anti-racist accounts. Uh, you can join up at Twitter HQ to show them that we, I mean we all, are watching and will keep putting pressure on them until they take abuse seriously. Uh, they'll have signs, projections, and hot tea and bring signs of your own, flyers, and etc. Oh, and here's a special bonus level. You can come a half a block away to Squares HQ. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is also Squares CEO. And Square needs to be reminded that they're answerable for Twitter's abuse as long as they're working with Jack. And let's see, we have another event. Right now, Writers of Color at the Inkwell SF. Happening from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at Alley Cat Books, 303624th Street, down here in the Mission. Reading memoirs and poetry will be Shizue Siegel, Jennifer Hasegawa, Holman Turner, Queen Nandi Shabazz, and Kimi Sugiyoka. Uh, it's hosted by Paul Corman Roberts, Director of Outreach for the San Francisco Creative Writing Institute. Cool. And let's see, we got two events for the 16th. We have the Soulful Chicago Kwanzaa Book Fair happening from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time at the AMC Center, 4421 South State Street in Chicago. It's backed by popular demand. Celebrate Kwanzaa with some of Chicago's finest African diasporic authors. Uh, you can purchase books for the holiday season and enjoy great food, music, and performances. And we also have happening Pocket Con 2017. Uh, that'll be going from 12 noon to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time at the Cultural Center, 78 East Washington Street in Chicago. Pocket Con is a free single-day convention for Chicago youth, brought to you by a partnership between the Chicago Public Library, Free Write, and Locari Productions. It focuses on work by artists of color, particularly African-American authors and artists, as well as comics with a primary character who is black. Pocket Con also features work in the comic genre by other underrepresented groups, such as women, Latinos, LGBTQ, and other minorities. It's a free event, but they still want you to get tickets at Eventbrite. And lastly, we have uh, the 17th. Uh, that's Pan American Aviation Day, and uh, on that day in history, in 1903, the first manned-powered, sustained, and controlled airplane flights were achieved by the Wright brothers with the Flyer, a wood and fabric biplane at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. 
despite a biting cold 27-mile-an-hour wind at 10 a.m., Orville Wright launched from a track into the wind. The biplane flew low over the ground for 120 feet, aloft for about 12 seconds. Three more flights were made in the next few hours. The last one, with Wilbur Wright aboard, was the longest, covering 852 feet in 59 seconds. The wind then upset the flyer, damaged it, and it never flew again. And also on this date, in 1790, Mexico's greatest Aztec relic, an Aztec calendar stone, was discovered in Mexico City. The 24-ton sunstone bears carved astronomical symbols. Based on the movements of the stars, it reflects the Aztecs' knowledge of astronomy and mathematics. Used to predict the seasons and natural events, it also regulated economic and social activities, as well as religious ceremonies. Making it took them 52 years, from 1427 to 1479, and it is 103 years older than the Gregorian calendar in use in most cultures today. The Spanish buried this colossal monument during the conquest, where the Metropolitan Cathedral stands today in the main plaza of Mexico City. It was lost for 250 years until 1790, when it was accidentally uncovered during repair work on the cathedral, meaning it was never meant to be recovered. I guess to bolster the fiction, that these were just savages that deserved whatever atrocities they suffered. Typical. Hey, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, and art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com. And bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice, it's that one last modification I'm going to try with the crystal glue power cells. Now, the cover photo for this episode shows the difference in the two latest sunstones. The smaller one that I only charged once and is still holding at 1.1 volts. And the little brick with the electrolyte around the anodes looking like gray jelly that now only registers about 330 millivolts and slowly drains under the load from the voltmeter. So it's effectively dead. So, aside from not charging them more than once while they're in the initial drying stage, I decided to go with magnesium wire as the anode, after much online searching for the right configuration. Now, I'm not crazy enough to try using pure magnesium due to its being highly flammable, but luckily I found a suitable alloy mix in the right size. 
uh, aluminum magnesium silver welding rods. I bought a sample batch of 10 rods for less than three bucks plus shipping. Uh, the size is two millimeters by 50 centimeters. That's five sixty-fourth inches by one foot seven and eleven sixty-fourth inches, which is on a really slow boat from China. It's going to take till after New Year's for me to get them, which does give me a break of sorts from having to bother with the sunstones for now. But when they come in, they're going to get the acid test. I'm going to whip up one last series parallel brick with enough voltage and amperage to see whether these things can be a practical means of generating a little juice or if they're more trouble than they're worth. Because unless you acquire the materials and make them before a power outage, what's the point of trying to build them after you lose power when you can't buy them locally? But you can just whip together a bleach battery and hook that up to your jewelsy. Anyway, uh, for the rest of the year, I'm going to focus on my other electronic herbs and spices. A hand crank for the AC generator, uh, some super caps, the 18650s I haven't mentioned lately, <laughs> which will make up the portable SRO grid, and acquiring the parts for my Bedini motor. Now, the plans and building instructions, hey, they're all over the web. Whether you're talking the original recipe or the simplified schoolgirl version, which will mostly come down to what kind of wheel I get for it. And one last thing I have been avoiding, the soldering iron. Yeah, it's a minor point, but I've been putting it off, and next year I will have to graduate from just using terminal blocks and a breadboard. No, I've been putting that off too. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to have to go on and start building proper circuits, which starts with properly tinning my soldering iron, which is relatively new. And I still have a hunk of marble I'm carving, which is about 70% done, which I didn't get to at all last week. Yeah, still got a lot to do. Okay, uh, for one more tune... We close out with Machine by Siva Noir from the upcoming eponymously named album. Michelle Aragon is the vocalist for the Los Angeles-based rock band. Uh, she's a soundtrack vocalist whose work has been featured in over 20 feature films. Hey, and she's got her own IMDb page. Cool.
This show is a 1223 Studios joint. Show files are at iTunes, except for numbers 23 and 37, Internet Archive, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Mixcloud. Episode notes are on the pod pages, and you can download the MP3 directly. If you like the show, tell your friends, and to hell with ratings and reviews, because I no longer give a crap. Uh, show themes Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McClough. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Monday, December 18th. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.